0: Hi, I'm Tracy and
1: I'm Norma,
0: and we're Black Girls with Accents. Welcome back, everyone. Hi. So, we are so excited to once again bring to you our mini series review of Michaela Cole's fantastic show, I May Destroy You. Yes. And today we're going to be discussing episodes 9 and 10. And we have a special guest who actually recorded with us. Um, the sound quality was a little bit terrible. Um, but Norma, introduce our guest. And um, you'll be hearing from him by way of summary today. We'll include the comments uh, that he made because we're re-recording. So can you um, introduce yes. him?
1: Yes, we were joined by my friend Delmar. Um, he's a good friend of mine, a child since um, my late mm-hmm. teens. He's a teacher in the Netherlands. He teaches middle school. He teaches English, uh, which is the secondary language for us. And uh, we have to have a male perspective on the show. So thank you like again for joining us, uh, Delmar, and thank you for letting us summarize your, uh, your points. Um, and um, Thank you for being so involved in, um, well, we covered the series. I'm glad to see a male enjoy it the way we are.
0: Yeah, we invited Delmar to join us because we wanted to have a male perspective and he had a lot of really good points. Um, And so in our discussions of 10, uh, uh, episodes nine and 10, um, uh, what came to mind for Delmar was the question of friendship, right? And so, we yeah. um it's interesting to think about the different levels of friendship what people need from each other in a friendship how we might take mm-hmm. friendship for granted um i will tell you that i was of the opinion i still am of the opinion that arabella is sometimes um self-involved and yeah not the best friend in my opinion um Kwame and Terry rally around Arabella in her time of need. This is something that Delmar was stressing. And I took the position that, yes, while they rallied around her, she didn't reciprocate that. And we could we understand that she's going through something right now. But a good friend also takes the time to recognize when your own friends are hurting. And because she's so wrapped up in her stuff, she doesn't stop to think about the fact that Kwame is much quieter than usual. And even Terry is like so giddy because she's trying to cover this guilt that her friends are not acting the same right now. And she doesn't recognize that. So that was my position.
1: Yes, and um, when we were talking with Delmar, he actually kind of like opened my eyes because I was somewhat opposite. I was being very harsh on Terry um, and Kwame actually in the last uh, episode that we spoke in our last podcast, because, um, I don't know, but they like their behavior was just very upsetting to me. And um, listening to Delmar make a point about friendship, I kind of soft, that kind of softened me and to make, you know, everybody has, does have their own stuff going on. And then to see that if you take a closer look, and then um, I see your point that um, Arabella is actually the one that's not paying attention to her friend at all. Um, like it's all we're orbiting around her, um so definitely the point of like what is, what makes a good friendship or you know like what a what is space for in a in a friendship um really stayed with me um after those um after episode nine and also after our initial conversation about it
0: yes, um I mean I say I think in real life, right, we have friends who um serve different purposes in our life, the friend who's the party girl the friend who Mm -hmm. you go for for relationship advice the friend that um you know you speak to every four years but you can pick up that conversation as though you had just spoken to them this is a tight-knit group of friends and they have all sprung into action to support arabella in her moment of crisis and she does seem to have these blinders on in my opinion um and she even when the friends are being good friends because a good friend will call you out on your ish and terry does Mm -hmm. that okay we know that terry's not worth a damn at times right (laughs) she bailed on arabella when it was time to hit the stage she was the one who told simon yeah sure let her go but she's tried to compensate for that overcompensate that for that even and she's a good friend in that she in this particular moment she has the courage to say to Arabella, listen, why do you keep going back to that club? This is the site mm-hmm. of your trauma. I don't want to go back to this place of misery. Right. The, the The episode was about self-care and this is counterproductive, right? It's the antithesis of self-care to go back to a place that causes you harm. Now, everybody has to deal with trauma in their own way and maybe this was therapeutic for Arabella. I don't know, but... Terry says that Terry also calls her on her procrastination, not following mm-hmm. through with her project. The months have gone by. she has no money. another her roommate, who's a very good friend is um, uh, she takes it for granted Conforing. that yeah, he could just cover her rent, and so Terry says again, well don't you get paid when you write and produce so that 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 is being a good friend, being um, um, willing. To call out your friend when they're yeah not call doing out the meeting.
1: enabling because it was definitely de- like it, I think it's in those moments like uh, that I was like you're you're absolutely right right she's she's sitting in that misery which is understandable but there's also it it, it takes a friend to call you out on that and say but what what are we actually doing here you know mm-hmm.
0: yeah agreed and poor mm-hmm. Kwame as a good friend who's dealing with his own trauma, that up to now, now this happened, his abuse happened um, a good four episodes back. And Mm -hmm. because he doesn't want to kind of dump this on her plate, right? Okay. My friend is dealing with something, same thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm dealing with something, but I'm going to sacrifice my own trauma feelings, hard time. So that she can yeah. paint and, and um, you know, participate in the people of color, wine, paint and sip and uh, mountain climb and do all the things that they're doing to try and make her feel better at the
1: expense of his own sanity. Yes. And, well, do you think sometimes people do that so they can escape what they have to deal with? It's a kind but of th- thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going
0: to say it's the kind of thing when someone says, how are you? And there's Mm. a, there's a, how are you that you say, oh, how are you? Because it's a passing greeting and everybody says it. Right. But there's a Mm -hmm. time when you say, how are you? Because you can tell that actually things are not good. Right. And so then you say, no, really, how are you? Like what's going on? Right.
1: Yeah. You actually
0: check in. Right. It's a legitimate, I don't want to, oh, it was hot yesterday and we had a bunch of errands to run kind of conversation. It's, you know, what's really going on with you. And so, I think you're right. Some people don't want to um, always come with a story, always come with like, oh, this is what's going on right now. But yeah. there are certain friends that you know you could call. I have certain people I know I can call. It's, the, you know, depends on what it is, whether it's relationship again, work of right, whatever. And I can call mm-hmm. and I know I can say what I need to say. I don't have to hold back words. I don't have to say, oh, I'm going on too long. I know they'll listen to what I have to say. I mean, I tend yes. to be the person that people come to a lot because I'm (laughs) an advice giver whether solicited or not but um, when I do need to to talk to someone um, they're open to it and and Kwame regardless of what she's been through should be able to say to his friend you know what I'm actually experiencing because remember it's at this moment that Arabella has her cape on right her crusader Mm -hmm. I'm an advocate for the abused the downtrodden the silenced so, um,
1: he also um, has a reaction to it, you know, when they run into the guy in the street and you know, yes, he hears the guy out, gives advice, hugs, yes, and he's like, Oh, do we need to go through this every time? And it's just, um, it's, it's kind of where you see like if both people would pay attention, if Belle would pay attention and see that her friend wasn't doing well, if Kwame would just stop her and say, I'm actually, you know, I'm yeah. I'm hurting and you're you're helping everybody else but me. Yes. Um yeah, it would release that tension. Or, yes.
0: Yeah. Well let's talk about Arabella and what's happening with her right now. So she's having her moment, right? So this all stemmed from the video that um Terry releases to mm-hmm. um uh to expose Zane. Zane. And so we we already know that Arabella was popular, that she was a blogger or you know online uh, presence, and that she writes this mm-hmm. book as a result of this you know following. So she's she's a known, she's known. But this yeah. whole situation with Zayn, I think, brings a, an additional audience. And she has been slowly you know posting online and 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 doing some of the stuff, but now all of a sudden it's like <laughs> uh, it's to the extreme and yes. we see that um, it takes up a lot of her time and she sees this now as her work, right? We don't see any, she we yes. don't see her at the, at the computer, we don't see her with a book and a pencil. The, the, the work that's supposed to be um, uh, what, you know, her living, is how she makes a living, writing this second yes. piece, which they have fully supported, including um, yeah this like, experience. that
1: Yeah, like, go and, um, get inspired like you have a place in italy you like i feel even when she came back like let's need let's talk like yeah this definitely been important, and as to getting something on the page um she seems to just avoid it no it's all together <laughs> if for any
0: procrastinators out there you know what this is like right that you'll look for yeah. any and everything right for me it's i'm baking or i'm cleaning or i'm new some other new project anything but do the work and that's what yes. she's doing. but I And mean, then obviously for her, it's a distraction and also an, an opportunity to confront what's happened, right? That she can use this to use her own trauma to uplift others, right? She's in of service to others in the same way that Theodora is. But there are some blinders, right? That she is, as the therapist said, right? You have to practice what you preach. So what are yeah. the shortfalls that you see in all of this? Uh,
1: for... For me, it was more, um, I'm just, this one point was stuck in my head is like, once you make up the excuse, right, for the writing, for the, to sit down <laughs> or to pay attention, what you're supposed to pay attention to, it, it does seem to take over. So I like how it's expressed um, with social media, like, um, like, for instance, I, I have this, book that I want to read but like because I, I feel like it's gonna enhance my writing so now I have this new thing that until I finish the book I can't right. go on right? <laughs> right and so what I felt with the social media was like I cannot put this down because you know like yeah. without without if I don't do this then like everybody else will suffer and I will suffer like I won't be of help blah blah, blah. and it becomes um like so obnoxious and so Overwhelming that that I'm like, you can't even find a person in there anymore uh let's start in the doctor's office. I think it's a, it's an hilarious scene, and at the same time it's so disturbing that um in the middle of a diagnosis or in the middle of getting um feedback from the doctor about her well being, she takes out her phone and starts yeah <laughs> but like flogging or whatever it's called yeah. and updating and um She's good at making statements, she's good at standing up for herself, so it comes across really strong. But it definitely takes a, a, a closer look, as you, which you see as the episode goes, Like then it takes a closer look into like, wait, is this person actually okay? Or are these these t- statements and thoughts going in, on, like off track, in, like into like a abyss type of uh, situation? Um, but yes, definitely, when it starts in the doctor's office, I was like, "Oh, she's not present. She just, she just decided to go and and live in this space and right. be loud and, in this space." Right,
0: yeah. right, right. I think this is, I mean, and we've fallen over the show and the show's creator every week, but this is another testament to her kind of masterful writing and her and mind, the way that she approaches issues. Right, to to fold in this um, issue of social media and the way that people can rely on social media um, as a crutch sometimes, as a way Mm -hmm. to hide behind other other things, or as a way to be fully um, transparent and raw and open and honest. Uh, What we see in this episode is also that, I mean, there's so many things going on in this episode. Another thing to consider is She's doing all of this mostly while dressed in costume. It's Halloween, right? So a question might be, why choose Halloween? She is dressed as a kind of demonic devilish figure. Kwame is dressed more of a kind of angelic figure with his white and, and, and Terry as yeah. well, right? So the are these the angels there to kind of monitor her demon? Yeah. Protect the dark. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, literally, because yeah. she didn't have to choose Halloween or that outfit or, I mean, so I'm just trying to read or interpret the subliminals here. And that's what, how mm-hmm. I'm, I, how I'm reading it. Um, You alluded to the doctor's office scene, and if we could touch on that just for a second, because I think this is interesting, especially uh, in regards to questions about identity. So we know that Arabella is a black woman, that she's a Ghanaian woman, that she's a British woman. Um, And that's kind of made clear throughout the various episodes. She speaks twee um to have to to, uh terry once in a while Mm -hmm. um it's discussed at the party a couple i think episode seven um but here it really comes um it's in in episodes nine and ten it's really made clear in episode nine while at the doctor's office and in episode 10 when she goes home with her family and we see the dynamics of what it's like to be in a african slash ghanaian household so in the doctor's yes. office, as she's um, kind of, she's euphoric to learn that, okay, clean bill of health, right, that psychologically she's she's well, even though the behavior is erratic. Um, the doctor just kind of dismissively um, says, well, you know what, we have to look at some other things going on with you. And in regards to, like, certain health risks, people of um, Caribbean descent tend to have higher rates He slashes
1: like, them together. Yeah, has, African like, Caribbean. He slashes, he's like, yeah, he's like African Caribbean.
0: Well, Afro-Caribbean like... is a, that is yeah. the t- title. That's the appropriate title. Afro-Caribbean is the, the appropriate title that's used in the UK. But oh, I see. She's mm-hmm. not Afro-Caribbean.
1: Really, yeah. Um, she's
0: yeah. Ghanaian. She's African. And so she, she like, reads him his rights for this kind of dumping everybody under the same category. And it's another... Mm-hmm. Yet again, another important statement that she's managing to weave in to the episode, into the series about um, institutionalized racism and the ways mm-hmm. in which the public health system um, uh, kind of even in, it makes us invisible and it, it underestimates who we are and it it um, kind of falsely represents who we are. And it's a, yes. it's a really short scene but she packs in so much in that moment.
1: She does, and you, you know, it, maybe because we also like discuss things uh, between ourselves about this top about this topic. But it like immediately struck me. Like I felt like the lightning go off in me when she addressed it, because um, it is so upsetting. It is so annoying, and it 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 is also frustrating that people don't understand that. Um, that is offensive to to address me with something that doesn't um pertain to me at all um and then i'm thinking like how many things are misdiagnosed or misread because you've put me in the wrong cat- category of people with like different um diseases or maybe different um health issues that actually you you would have recognized um if you had paid attention to who I am as a person and and my background and stuff like that um uh, I hope you don't mind the scene even like even though she gets she says it so strongly in that moment I actually put it also together when when Terry and the doctor are in the hallway because then Terry points out to him like although you've told us the things that need to be taken care of you seem to miss what's going on with this person in this moment. And then she clearly points out the things that she's noticed about Arabella and what she thinks the solution might be. And he agrees with her. And yet there's no part where I feel like the doctor is taking any responsibility to say like, you know what, you're right. Let's call her back in here. Let's sit her down. Or, um, And so I, I felt like it all i guess the energy or like frustration that i felt was like we have to be so focal all the time three four times over to make sure that we're heard and then um still um it's missed it's 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 not taken in and then even when terry actually kind of reiterates what is being said to him it's kind of more of a yeah, I get it, but well, good day to you. Yeah, Yeah. it's
0: very dismissive and we saw the same thing. That's an excellent point, because we saw the same thing with Kwame when he was at the precinct. It was just very dismissive, like, well, what's his name? They didn't care. And it's interesting to think about who these, you know, who wields the power, right? Um, Thinking about when Arabella went to the precinct, it was two women who handled her case and one yes. was a woman of color and there was some sensitivity around what would happen what had happened and they were very um I mean they were certainly very clear they, they weren't coddling her but they let her know that her voice mattered that they saw her that she there was value to her story and so that she felt that okay these people are really advocating for me they're going to fight for me they're working on my behalf Kwame didn't get that, and she certainly didn't get that in the doctor's office. The therapist is another one. I mean, that's the therapist's job, but even therapists can sometimes be cold and, you know, kind of uninterested. Um, but the therapist is another, you know, a woman, happens to be a woman of color, who is extremely supportive. It um, mm-hmm. was interesting that as she moves in these different spaces, depending on, on whom she inter- with whom she interacts, um, mm-hmm. their level of interest in her particular predicament um all yes
1: and 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 i to tie in with the with the therapist the therapist does constantly give good techniques to practice although it's how arabella takes them on that can you know like right. which is not which is really your own work but yes yeah definitely um there can be there can healing can be done um so maybe that's a how you say that double sword too. Like, the, there's support from women, and there's support of women of color. Yet, like people say that in studies or whatever, it shows that we we tend to listen more or believe more if the point or or information comes from a white male. Hmm. And so it's it's yeah, it, 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 and so it's. I think it's. It stands out that it's it's the white male that is not giving you the information that apparently we re- react to, and then you have women and women of color giving you the information that could heal you, and it's it's being u- used, but on a like, kind of like a back burner type of way. Mm. At times, really strong, and then at times, she pulls back. Um, so that's that's just something else that crossed my mind. I was like, it's interesting with the the. the the people that we seem to take our information as truth from, they they don't seem to to care or um, um, go that deeply when it comes to our our concerns. Or, right. Yeah.
0: Well, so, I think it also goes back to that question of you know do they even really see you because that guy yes. treats her like that doctor treats her like she's just like another number like next right move on to the next. Yes. That's the sense yeah. that we get. Let's um, just talk a little bit about um, one a, a main thing that comes up in the episode, which is um, Kwame's um, kind of this moment of conflict between Kwame and Arabella regarding Kwame's yes. <laughs> fr- encounter with uh, his date. So, you know, in the previous episode, Kwame decides to test the waters and have an intimate encounter with. Uh, a woman, a young woman, a white woman, Mm -hmm. Um, and she's, what is she, Polish or I don't remember what her ethnicity is, but um, so he is expressing to Arabella, he couldn't believe that this woman used the F word, right? She used a homophobic slur and, and that she was protective against using the n-word racial slur because that's offensive but didn't have the same kind of concern for offending the yes. lgbtqi community and arabella in that moment again remembering the you know open the episode with her you know on her um on her accounts talking about yeah you know, <laughs> calling out sexual predators so the minute he- she hears that she 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 just sees red mm-hmm. and Kwame just looks so dejected and he isn't even able to really express himself except to say that he didn't actually want to go through with the sexual encounter the woman pressured him and so he p- presents himself as a victim and mm-hmm. Arabella is having none of it and basically um you know she uh, uh chastises him basically she does for daring to put himself in her shoes right she's basically saying we're not the same you're not you know you're you're not a victim in the way that i would have now of course she doesn't know she doesn't know about the actual sexual assault she's just saying you know
1: and sometimes that's great to me like sometimes i can't tell if she does or doesn't know but yes well, um, he hasn't
0: disclosed I, it to her so she has no way of knowing. He
1: hasn't, right? But sometimes I I have to go back and watch it so I, 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 excuse me guys but there's twice that I thought she she said a sentence in some dialogue where it did seem like she like she knew. So but maybe it's intentionally being left in a in a gray area oh, yeah, but no, um she doesn't no, know. No, it there's there's definitely has not been a face-to-face conversation about um Being assaulted, yeah. What happened with him? So, if if, if anybody that listened to our last recording, what I was already triggered by that situation, and I really felt strongly that he should have expressed that he was gay before. Sorry, guys. Before he had sex with her, and so watching them have that whole conversation. um, Sorry, watching them have that whole conversation really. like I just kept saying, right, right. Like, why is he? Why is he not saying it? But watching that whole conversation, and I was like, oh, why is he not? Why is he not? Um, like, why is he not taking responsibility for that and blah, blah blah. But then, as the as the conversation went, to see the pain in Kwame, and then also as the episode went. And I guess also when because when we were talking to Delmar and he spoke about friendship, my my view on it softened. Um, I I I honestly don't know what it was that that initially made me so uh, upset with him not saying it um, beforehand. And um, maybe it is what you said, like maybe it is like, oh, you're not a victim the way mm-hmm. I've been a victim. You know, like. Um, but I, it took me, a, it really took me a while to see that that he was sincerely um, apologizing for it and that it was like a mistake. Um, but it was hard and it was hard for me to just see them as like, okay, everybody at this point has made some form of a mistake and we're friends and we should be able to like, like forgive each other for that like it it was hard to get to that point yeah like I was all heated <laughs> like, well oh, I mean
0: I'm I'm sure there are people so... who will still say he doesn't excuse what he did he still should have disclosed mm-hmm. it um what about this whole thing about f-word versus n-word
1: like oh that one is already like uh, that one is already so hard for me I had a I had a really hard conversation about that on, on my last um job and um with a person that was um trans no not transgender non-binary and they were really trying to bond with with through the fact that we're, we both are people in, in a in a position that are suppressed by like say white culture or whatever and um like we have less we have more things against us. And um I felt very much so that it's not the same at all. So I actually told this person, I was like, I I wake up and I'm a black woman. There's 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 no difference, like there's no skin to be taken off, there's no you know, like there's no this is my color. And I was like, there's in any day that you wake up and you do not wanna be non binary anymore, you can just state that and go about your your way mm-hmm. and the person just was like no that's not true Robert. a year later the person actually decided that now they they want to go uh as a white male oh. a white male yes and um i was like oh my god but that's that's my point you, do they change you get their mind choose. they changed their mind yeah Huh? And so they—that's
0: what non-binary they, means, of, right? Obviously.
1: Yeah, and they transition. And so it—it—it was—it's a—I—it was a very hard point for me. I was like, "See, this is exactly what you—what I mean. We can we can't claim to be going to do the same thing and being on the same side, but you get to wake up and choose. And for not as a personal belief, but as if how society says that white male. I's the top of the the mm-hmm. the totem pole, right mm-hmm. and you get to choose to be a white male and go about your day. I was like, mm, right, yeah, no, that's not gonna excellent. that's not gonna work for me, yeah, yeah so excellent, that's excellent. Um, just to use that example, but yeah <laughs> that's excellent. um that's how I feel about those two words, like no it's 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 not it's, there's no equal and I'm not saying they they heard less for anybody that has to hear them right especially directly set in their faces uh but no they don't they don't carry the same weight to me um at all um
0: agreed agreed yeah well speaking about um i think it's a great segue to episode 10 in terms of hierarchy mm-hmm. right because we know where black yeah. women fall on that scale delma had a lot to say here too about black women and the strength of black women who you know put up with a lot in order to mm-hmm. um, just kind of um, whether it's providing for their families or uh, in terms of social mobility, trying to uh, better themselves or you know um, ascend the corporate ladder, whatever it is that the, the black women in particular have a unique set of struggles that makes life much different, harder, Mm -hmm. but much different. Um, there's tons of books about this, obviously. And I think we should mention Kamala Harris, who will be the first black woman vice president of the United Mm -hmm. States of America, a black woman, self-defined black woman, whose father is Jamaican and mother is Indian. Mm -hmm. And, um, she would not be in this position. She would not have been chosen uh, as President Biden's vice president if she had not worked hard or harder Mm -hmm. than others. Mm -hmm. Um, If she did not have the the degrees and the decorum and learning to keep her mouth shut sometimes and learning to be very bold and outspoken at others. And Mm -hmm. so we see an example of a, now we have to be careful when we talk about the strong black woman because we know that when you are labelled that, there's the suggestion that you can take on everything, and that you're not allowed to be vulnerable, and that you get mm-hmm. um, you get you're volunteered to do a lot because the assumption is you can take on so much.
1: You could take so it, it on. It, yes, yeah, I, I think that's one of yeah. those, my favorite parts that um, that Damar said. Like the way he said it too. He was like, "We just feel that you can handle it." You could do it you could do it all you could you've been doing it so you can do it and he was like and that's you know it's not for us to say that at all but um at the same time it is it it's what i've seen all my life from my grandmother to my mom and and the the supposedly taking it all comes with can come with a lot of damage yeah you know like yeah and so and so there's no taking it all. There's just, there's no fall back person. There's nobody to, to fall back on because everybody turns to us. And so then when we turn around, there's nobody. And so right. um, it's, it's something that, and then we come up with solutions. And those solutions are not always the best, not for ourselves, not for our children, not for our like... And I, I feel like that's in episode ten. What stayed with me the most that the solutions are not always the best, but we're gonna do them. Oh well, like I said, like not to lose face was a right. big one. Like right, And um, and the 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 silence, the the silent pain. Yeah, that's it. a like, great way yeah. to say it. Yeah, yeah, that was that was. Um, I feel like that's. That's carried a lot um within i'm gonna say black women because i've seen it in Caribbean women I've seen it in um uh, american women
0: african American women.
1: women yeah African women, so I'm gonna say black women yeah. this time because I do feel like um I've seen it in all these um, aspects
0: well um well let's get let's be a little bit more direct about what's happening in the episode yes. here we finally get to learn a little bit more about arabella her friendship with terry her relationship with her family we've only actually seen her family one time in the in the beginning and so mm-hmm. she um the, her father right she's a daddy's girl i'm a daddy's girl so mm-hmm. i know what that's like she's a daddy's girl i was raised by my dad um i know what it is to see your dad and see no flaws Mm-hmm. And see them as perfect, and I think I think actually kids see their dad regardless of gender. Oh yeah, my yes. young, my
1: young me, yeah, yeah. Kids up until teens, yeah, male <laughs> and female.
0: Um, but you know the whole concept of daddy's girls is right that the, the dad also sees no flaws and spoils the girl to death. And so um, a young, so it opens with a young Arabella waiting for her dad. It's like close to ten o'clock at night. She, you know, the promises daddy's bringing McDonald's and all she cares, she could care less what time of night it is, right? Long as she sees her dad and long as she gets at McDonald's, she's happy. So that kind of sets it up. And and this is something Norma and I discussed before. And um, we know well what that scene means. We know that this is a father who appears when he feels like it, comes in and out of his child's life when he feels like it. Um,
1: fun exciting (laughs) yeah and and it's
0: a lack of respect for everybody in that Mm -hmm. household right it's not that he comes in late because he works on a um on a truck and that he can only get in when the truck gets in or he had to take an airplane and has to wait until it you know arrives and it's not that he comes when he feels like it because he has another life and he doesn't put uh the life that he has or made with his child's mother and his children first they are secondary to him and so a lot is said in that scene without being said right and so Mm -hmm. then fast forward to an adult arabella she's so excited because her father is coming and terry who's very overprotective makes a comment oh is he coming to play brady bunch That was A. Mm -hmm. So I was, so I was, so already for me, I was like, oh, so did you have another family? But I thought that the father had remarried and was coming with children and a wife and he was coming over. That's what my first thought was when she said Brady Brunch. Um, when she said Brady Brunch, I thought,
1: I thought, I thought exactly what I saw, but mainly because of the way Arabella was like eating up the. the the French vice like it was just like as much as I can get from him and then she threw up right and I so when she had that same over excitement of him coming my first thought was like he's not gonna come so not even the Brady boys when I was like we're not even we're not gonna see him um and yeah so um but that playhouse feeling like I, I went I get what she was saying that too like um because he coming to play, Brady Bunch? Right, right. for that moment, then he's the man of the house.
0: Right. And so Arabella reverts <laughs> back to being the young kid, giddy with yes. excitement because her dad is coming, puts aside of, you know, everything that's happened to her in this, for you know, for a moment, focused on her knight in China and armor, the man who would never hurt her, the man who in her, the way she's behaving, the man who's always been there for her. And then we mm-hmm. learn a different story, right? That this is actually a man who was part-time father who had a whole mm-hmm. no, not we don't know that there are any other children, but he was living a double life. He has a mistress yeah. down the road that had he, his own
1: place. Yeah, had and, his own house,
0: yeah. two sets of keys. And we know that when she's a, in high school, and it's revealed that she's actually not her mother and father actually were never married. Because it's mm-hmm. revealed when um, she's going to change clothes because some boys caught her attention and she's going to go to her dad's home, and Terry says, "Oh, two different homes." And at first Terry's like, "Yeah, yeah, better both worlds," and then she's like, "Are your parents married?" And she doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. So that so there's a there's an element of uh, like. Uh, shame almost because she doesn't have, yes. she doesn't have her parents are unmarried, she's unmarried and then there's the revelation when she goes home to change her clothes and goes upstairs that this woman who came to the house with adult Terry, Aunt Lenora, yes. that Aunt Lenora is auntie in quotes and so in Caribbean and African and other cultures auntie in quotes means outside woman and for whatever yeah. strange reason in Caribbean culture,
1: those people the, come around the family just... like
0: accept I, won't, I don't know that they accept mm. them, but the man is given the uh, he's given the um the consent to mm-hmm. bring these women around, and everybody's mm-hmm. supposed to just play nice, and you refer to the woman as auntie. And you can always see the change in your, you know, whatever woman it is that's been wronged here, who's the second woman. Mm -hmm. You can always see the change in body language and the, and here what we see is an extra effort. I'll give you a second to interject in a minute, Norma. We see the Mm -hmm. the extra effort. So when the dad is coming around, this is adult Terry. They're preparing dinner because the dad is coming and the mom has taken off her wrapper and her, a headscarf and she's done her hair and the table is set just so, and she won't let the brother eat a piece of plantain. And you know, your father's <laughs> coming yes. and you can tell that she's making this effort for him. She's, yes. she's hoping that he will notice her and see that she's a beautiful woman and that she keeps a, a, a an organized home and that she cooks a, you know, a perfect meal for him. And when mm-hmm. he shows up late, He's not dressed to the nines. He comes straggling in when he feels like it, business as usual. Doesn't say anything to her about how she looks or you look nice or your hair's nice and anything like that. He's there to get no. a nice plate of food and to see his yes. kids. Um, And so
1: Arabella points out to her mom like, hey, you like, you know, dressed up nice. But yes, there's no acknowledgement. As yeah. Far as-
0: these yeah. are women who, and we know these women, or maybe we were these women, or we are these women. Um, and it's, it was, it was painful watching that, thinking about women in that situation or a relationship I've had. Um, it was difficult to watch because there's an expectation that we're supposed to just take it, mm-hmm. and what we find, what we, what the, what the episode, in the way in which I read it says is that we all and what you've already said and what Delmar says too right is that we do the best we can we put up with the foolishness and there are certain levels of um not levels but again the word consent that's what the series is about she consents to an arrangement that works for her in order for her to make it through ensure that her kids are provided for even if it's just kind of emotionally um yeah and then has to kind of put everything else into the side and the the tragedy of it is, though, in through all of this, it's clear to us she has never moved on. She hasn't found another man in her life. She has. There's no fulfillment. No, she
1: just there. put it on hold.
0: And that's the sad thing, right? Like it's okay, one thing you're mm-hmm. gonna make an arrangement, but then you need to do you. You need to find a way to do the things that get, bring fulfillment to you beyond your kids, beyond your kids. Yes. Because that's not enough and that's the tragedy in it i think even though she says to arabella oh i didn't care about his little play thing she did because she was still dressing up yeah. if you didn't care you would he could show up and you'd be like "There are your kids everybody stuff.
1: would have been yeah eaten. i didn't Who cook had had I didn't gone, cook gone, for yeah. you <laughs> eat at your, your, your woman's a house for you in the microwave maybe right
0: <laughs> and the fact that she goes through all of this shows us that she's still saving face and holding on
1: Yes, definitely. I it, it just, again, unfortunately, it reminded me of so many things um, in my Suriname culture and in my childhood. Um, um, the the keep up with appearances and the facades that are important or are made to be important in my Suriname culture um, is definitely the one of like, I can to keep a man, you know, like have a man. Then we have this annoying well to me annoying way of words of like how you said like everybody gives the guy consent to have his uh, own family so we have inside wife and outside wife kind of is one of the terms Um, and so they even refer to you know those are the inside children those are the outside children like everybody just goes along Um, and I'm amazed at how they do it all in front of your young eyes, so like like the whole auntie experience like I remember that well and and then, in my teens and later like early adulthood, I'm just angry about that all, but at the same time, I remember feeling odd in the moment as like a seven eight year old person so even as a child, you know something is wrong, but you just don't know where to where to fit it because you know like and your dad is seen as a a wonderful person, and he makes everybody laugh, and everybody's happy when he's around. <laughs> right. So it's like super confusing. And then um, another thing that when I thought of like the facade of like more of like when I thought about trying to have understanding of what that generation of women was doing or was trying to do, like there's a there's a big to do too in Ganser and are about having your dad's last name, all having the same dad, um, ha- having only slept with one person like you know like you, and that you stay with that person and that's who you have kids with and that's for the rest of your life like all these old ways of thinking but they still play a role and so um even though I grew up with both my parents in the household my dad was extremely absent especially in our younger years for my my older brother and I and so to watch that and to think like yes it was done for Oh, re the same reason of the like from a f- from if i think about my mom of like it's done from the same reason that arabella mom arabella mom is doing it to me it's like i can do it all i could keep it together i can look good my house is clean i cook and i have a man and at the same time everybody knows that that's not really the case right <laughs> but but you you get to hold your facade like you get to do both at the same time for some reason within the culture like like you know, people would still run into her and say, "Oh, I saw your husband," and I'm like, "You know, what? <laughs> you know, like, you know how he really is. so." It, it, I felt like I'm watching those clips with the family, and especially how both the Arabella and her mom hold way more space for the dad than um, the brother does. Um, like, really, really resonated with me, and and um, uh, uh, the scene that really like said on my heart was um, after Arabella has a, a private conversation with her mom, they come back to the table and her mom eats. And the way she eats is just so... Um, you can just see that she's it's, it's processing a lot of pain and at the same time I knew that most likely this woman will never speak about it again.
0: No, well, Yes, right? So the mom admits that mm-hmm. there's this whole... Double life going on, but what's interesting is Arabella, when they go when she goes back to the table, mm-hmm. goes over to her father and shows him affection and i thought it was I thought it was interesting, given that her mom had just yeah expressed well the mom in a very flipped way, says, Oh, I'm not worrying, I'm beautiful, he has his little side thing. who cares, yeah, and again we know she does. So I thought it was very interesting that at that moment Arabella then we would go to the dad and hug him. And obviously she's saying, I reconcile, but this is fine, you know, yeah. because you said it's fine, but I was a little bit hurtful, actually. <laughs> yeah. For me, it is I would have been hurt. Yeah. If I was a mom and I just told you that, and then he goes over and hugs, you go over and you hug him. Now, that's because there's a level of immaturity that I obviously have and Arabella doesn't. No, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it
1: it. to to be okay with what I saw I'm like that took me a while and it definitely is because I went to therapy (laughs) but it's like it was I totally get what you're saying like that does feel like wait we're still giving him space um but after years of like being angry at my dad and just realizing that they were very young when they had us and they honestly didn't know really what they were doing I started having some compassion about like you were just trying to find your way I guess and and so when I watched that moment of her like kind of just kneeling on also, especially because he's just himself right like there's nothing that he changed and she kind of just like gives him that compassion and, and sits back down I felt like yeah this is just like I'm just gonna meet you where you
0: are and let it go. Right, and this, <laughs> yeah. let, and this letting go then also moves to the end of the episode as we as we move to wrap up this one. Uh, at the end yeah. of the episode, she it's revealed that yes, Terry, I know what happened, but kind of like with the dad, rather than scream and you know, um, lob accusations at them. She just yeah. says to Terry, thank you. You're a great friend. And they go through their little statement. My life is your life. My death is your death. And yeah. Terry's shocked. Terry actually is both prepared to like defend herself and go through this whole thing of, well, I was just trying to, and Simon. But in actuality, mm-hmm. it's like Arabella says, you know, just like with the dad, it's fine. Because ultimately, you've always had my back. You've always loved me. And so that's what matters.
1: Yeah. It was like, I was, as the moment was happening, I just felt such a release, like, oh, and then I think because I was like, oh, you know what? Is she finally taking some responsibility for her own actions, And I think I was just very angry for this character as these episodes were going along. I was just angry that it had happened to her. I was angry that nobody caught it or like I was angry that there's no answers from the police. And so when you do see her tell her friend like you're a good friend and I was like, Yeah, and I'm mad at Terry, but it's not her fault either. Right. And I was like, oh like it's like as you guys know, I go on a whole roller coaster with all my emotions during these episodes. But I i felt it. I was like, Oh, I was ready to be angry at Terry, poor Terry, but um I got like as I watched the moment, I was like, I got it. And at the end of the day. It is maybe where Biagio said like you can't blame other people for what happens to you when you are not being responsible in the in those moments at the same time, right it's not allowed that it happen- you know like right. it doesn't mean that the person is allowed to 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 violate you um yeah, it was, it, it's hard. It's 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 even hard to like put that in a sentence. But I did. I remember thinking, it really. In the end of the day, it's really not Terry's fault. Like we can't blame her just right. because. Um, because did she even deeply think about her decision, or was she like she was home? Yeah, like, yeah. leave her. She'll be fine. Yeah, just like, yeah. saying that, not thinking that. Um. Something hurtful is going to happen to right. your you know? So, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I was glad that she was able to say that
0: to her, but I felt it. I was like, right. Right. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We have two episodes left to go in the series and we'll see if this frost friendship remains. We'll see if Kwame ever finally finds true love. Um, we actually didn't even discuss that, that that, that Kwame had the opportunity yeah. to have a meaningful encounter with someone that didn't include sex, because up to now, yeah. every encounter has been sexual, and Kwame doesn't even know what it is to just meet someone and sit down and have a conversation without it leading to sex, right? And so um, maybe we can, we can pick up... He almost gets
1: angry at the guy for, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. for we being can, kind. <laughs> we talk about that next time, because I have a feeling we'll be seeing that guy again. But we thank yeah, you, everyone, for joining us. We thank Delmar yes. again for taking time out. Um, it was yes, really our you, pleasure Delmar. to have him. He really made some wonderful points, and we hope that we were able to capture as much of them as possible um, in, in this uh, discussion that we've had today. Um, we appreciate all of those um, listeners who have participated in the polls. Uh, yes. Norma, anything to add?
1: No, I'm just laughing, over here smiling and enjoying all the things that you're saying. It's, it's, I, you know, I love television, I love drama, I love all the writing parts of it. So this has been a really wonderful experience to be able to, you know, document the show and, like, really hear our different um, opinions about it, Here, Delmar's male opinion about it. Um, I think this is what um, television or series are supposed to really do to us, so... Uh, and i hope to bring something like this one day to everyone so yeah it's been really great I and mean, i'm thank thank you everybody that's been listening in and um i said keeping up with us so one more two more episodes one more <laughs> you can catch one us on
0: and you can catch us on all your major streaming outlets uh uh yeah. iheart radio apple podcasts anchor spotify
1: all of them uh and then always come and chat with us or like interact with us on instagram it's black girls with accents and um yeah that's it all right thank Thank you you guys